Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. I'm your host Hotshot Ginger and with me I have two people that I'd rather much leave alone. Go ahead and say hi guys. Hi! Hi guys. <laughs> guys, and sorry. And that's why I'd rather leave them alone. <laughs> Today, we have me, a very have, exciting topic. Yeah. I'm very excited to be here with you, Hotshot. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I mean, life happens in all circles of the world, and we are no exception to that. We've had to adapt. Yes, very well said. And it's just kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy time all around. GoPro Kill is here as well. How's it going, man? Hi, I'm the one that no one wants here. You're right. I'm the I'm the uh, stepdad that nobody wants to see come back. You're right. <laughs> I have a couple of quick housekeeping notes I want to get to uh, before we get into this very special episode of the podcast where we're going to be talking about Studio Ghibli movies. We're going to have a long-form discussion with Hotshot and GoPro Kyo. I'm very excited to get their uh, input on it because they have been uh, watching many movies and I've caught up. Basically, is the only way I could say it. For once, I'm catching up to Hotshot on something that's anime-based. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy. This is, like, new territory. Um, so, let's get into these... Uh, weird, actually. Yeah, a little bit, eh? Let's get into these uh, <laughs> uh, housekeeping notes. I'm going to put a timestamp in the podcast as to where you can skip ahead if you don't really care. Um, so, first of all, uh, we have new artwork for the podcast by Keo. Uh, thank you so much. It, it looks amazing. The new cover photo and the new profile picture for the podcast, the new logo is gorgeous. So, a big thank you to you just i want to give you uh, your credit your due uh the podcast looks amazing thanks to you so thank you so much for that kyo serious and then uh i also want to thank uh everyone uh the facebook page is uh nearing 400 likes on, on our way to 500 so that's really been a uh, really appreciated um and then the three other things i wanted to mention um so we have a new link where you could give us uh reviews for the podcast so if you go on rate this podcast.com slash anime podcasters you can leave us a five-star review and it'll be on any podcatcher that allows it so if you want to give us a rating the link is in the description we really appreciate those um also on uh, my youtube channel i've updated uh we have now have a bunch of anime podcaster playlists we have them for uh list topics only movie topics only gaming topics only and just a bunch of uh, i broke down and organized all the episodes into different playlists so if you want some specific episodes of the podcast go check those out i even have a naruto only playlist because we've done a lot of naruto episodes uh we have we have like over 10 which is crazy and finally the last piece of uh uh thing i want to say there's a stupid fly in my room and it, i can't kill it get out Stupid! Sorry, I'm not even kidding. This thing is pissing me off. It's get it off my pop filter. Get off the. Sorry. All right. <laughs> By the way, guys, you guys can stop messaging us on the Facebook Messenger about can you leave a review for us? There is literally a tab where you can review our review the page and the podcast and everything. That's the other. We appreciate thing. that you guys are. Me- we we appreciate that you guys are messaging us and letting us know that you like the podcast, but the messaging is more so for collaboration. Yes, and we don't sell merch. We don't sell merch. <laughs> we were supposed to. I had some. I had designs laid out. We just we just can't find a, a site that'll like pay it or like give us a good percentage. Yeah. And the final <laughs> thing I want to say: this episode will be the only one this month, just because we're adapting to a new schedule. September. You know, uh, Hot just got a new job. Uh, we're all getting a bit busy, so this month we're just gonna give ourselves one big long form conversation about Studio Ghibli movies, so this is why we're doing such a big, broad topic. So, that's enough of updating. Let's get into the meat of this. I really want to start with this uh, question. Um, how did you guys find Studio Ghibli? Because 
This is a super popular uh, studio that produces gorgeous anime films, but for some reason, I've only been aware of it for the last two years, which is ridiculous, right? <laughs> I okay. So That's I want to start upsetting. off by saying I want to start off by saying I brought up Studio Ghibli in one of the Koala casts, and I was shocked to my core that Diana never heard of Studio Ghibli, right? And also, even but also while I'm at that, while also while I'm at that, sorry guys, the act- the supposedly the actual pronunciation of the name is Ghibli. But no. I just call it Ghibli because it rolls <laughs> off the tongue better. Yeah, Ghibli. Just like me calling Jayan Jaden. It, it just fits with me better. You just refuse to use his name. Even though now I can actually pronounce it, but it, it's been far too long for me to correct Fair it enough. now. Yeah, it's like at this point, we may as well just Yeah, leave it. basically. Yeah, <laughs> but even even more shocked to hear that uh, when Jaden didn't know any of the Ghibli movies or what any of them even were, more shocked to hear that I had actually watched a fair deal of them before you even met right. me. I've watched more since then but i have watched at least three or four of them one of them fell asleep with because i just got bored out of my fucking skull but probably ocean waves (laughs) everybody's gonna hate you for that one though (laughs) everyone's gonna hate me but you know what that that's how i felt when i watched it at the time you want to just go ahead and say which movie that was yeah just because while i'm at it 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 was actually house really wow that's one of the better ones in my opinion i i i could not get into it to save my life i i tried watching it of uh, one time when I was younger uh, with my sister, we rented it from Blockbuster. And tells you how long tells ago you how that was. <laughs> and I just couldn't stay awake. Then tried watching it again with my sister and my dad, and I just couldn't stay awake through it either. And I'm just like, this movie always puts me to sleep, and I don't know why. It was We're gonna not- have to do it like straight up in the morning tomorrow to like get you to sit through it. Yeah, sure. Make <laughs> me fall asleep again right after I wake up. For me, it was exactly. Ocean Waves. Like have when I'm the tiredest of, yeah. of the have day. Have you heard of that one? Ocean Waves? That Which was the one, one that for me, I, I got through I, it and I, I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. Do you mean Tales from Earthsea or? No, uh, no, no. It's, it, it's a Ghibli movie called Ocean Waves. Oh, okay. So I don't think that one is one you necessarily have to watch to like have seen them all. No, for sure. Like I think, or that one's, uh, it, it's just one of the ones that, that that's just kind of what, part of their repertoire. The ones that are, uh, that most people agree are consistently the really good ones are the ones directed by yeah. Miyazaki. But in, in my opinion, as far as Howl's Moving Castles go, or Howl's Moving Castle, one, I love the design of the world, but other than that, I think the movie is really sluggish and there's not a lot that happens. Like, there's no, uh, there, there's no, like, beginning, middle, and end to it. Like, it has, like, the first part is the main girl going off to try and find a cure for, or actually, it's not even trying to find a cure. She just kind of leaves. She just kind of leaves because I'm old now. I've because yeah. to be old. Right, and then she out. just leaves. <laughs> and then she just leaves her home with like, like with no explanation. Then like midway through the movie, it's like there's a war going on. Okay, oh. nothing happens there. Like ha- like Hal is flying over a battlefield. He comes back and then then the then the uh then the new uh plot for the movie is uh Howl is like fixing Howl's uh curse because his heart is missing there's no consistent choice as to what is supposed to happen in that movie i do like the the environment of the world i think that's the strongest mm-hmm. part of it and how's like what is a demon mode or like his true form it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's one of the curses bird buck thing it's, it's even worse for me because i don't or i was interested because at the time when i saw it uh the dark knight was a big movie 
Okay. And Christian Bale is the English voice for Howl. So he uses his like voice for like the the owl thing or whatever he is. And I was going to give this movie a second chance, but no. So it's <laughs> it's really distracting and like it's one of the one of the low lesser Ghibli movies for me okay. at least. I want how to come down and go I am Actually, the knight. actually <laughs> if I had to, if I could add a point, uh, one of my favorite characters in all the Ghibli movies I saw was in that movie. For me it was Calcifer, the little flame. Mm. Oh, Calcifer is hilarious. Calcifer. I think he's a Calcifer really good character. Like, I love, like, you gotta, no, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. She's like, ah, no, I'm just gonna clean. And like, no, seriously, like, put wood there. I'm gonna die, seriously. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm not I'm not gonna lie, you guys are on your own on <laughs> this one. I'll have, to, I'll have to, like, let you sit through it yourself because now you're actually into these movies and yeah. you know kind of what, what you like and what you though, don't like. Though I have unpopular opinions on more than a couple of them i there there are a few ghibli movies that i just fucking adore such as, such as? and the ones that i adore the ones i have unpopular adore, opinions adore. On. i'm actually curious one one that i uh, completely adore and it was actually my first ghibli movie ever was oh, spirited yeah. away that oh, one's okay. universally loved spirited Dude, I, can, I don't think any i don't think a person on the planet can disagree best with one. like spirited away being the best, best one, one for sure yeah that that was that that was my first one. That was the one where I watched it on my own one time, and no matter how many times I've seen it, and I watched it when I was like six or seven, maybe a little older, but I can't help but always remember the entire sequence in the bathhouse when Sin actually starts working for the yeah. witch. Oh, and just the entire bathhouse scene of her having to wash this mucky grimy mud like uh, creature so satisfying though when <laughs> and, he cleans it the, and that I entire loved thing it. We, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah it's 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 so satisfying like that entire thing and then when we finally get the emergence of uh no face yeah or no name or is it's it no a, face it's no, no yeah. face no it and that's no not face. who was in, that's not who was inside the no, creature. no, I'm saying like after she's done scrubbing oh, that, mean, oh, we okay, finally yeah. get the emergence of No Face and then went the refusal of the payment and then him just going absolutely fucking ballistic. <laughs> and I loved it. I love like how he like uh, just handing out Sin- gold to everyone and like, oh my God, more, please. You're like a free bank of money. <laughs> just keeps hanging out, handing out money. And everyone's like, oh, we love I our mean, special guest. What, what is it? What is it? What is it again that triggers him to Sin refuse the payment or, or uh, she, yeah. she's like looking for, uh, she's looking for Haku and he's like in pain and bleeding. And she's like chasing him through the uh, bathhouse, trying to yeah. like, catch him oh, and help him. So she's but, like, she, she runs by. into the, she runs into like the parade that they're having inside the bathhouse and no face is like throwing out the gold and they're giving him food and everything right and then uh she comes up to him or bumps into him and then he hands out the gold ask like basically like take the gold and she's like no that's not what i want or like basically just showing that she's grown into a selfless person oh right and then he loses his shit like how dare you have well-defined characteristics and be a decent human being (laughs) i'm going to kill you i actually was looking at this movie (laughs) or or the or the or the or the fucking reveal of the parents and the pigs. That was just... I mean, I know this is an anime movie, they got what but... They deserve, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? That was just weird. 
It was but like just weird. I was looking at. How, how do you figure? Yeah, how do you like, figure? Uh, I was looking at stuff about this movie and the 20 year anniversary of Spirited Away is next July, guys. That's crazy. It's 20 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. All right. Yeah. Wow. It's a nine. It's a 19 year old movie. I didn't. Whoa. Yeah. God. All right. Going back to the going back to the previous point. What do you mean the parents got? Well, what they, they were deserved? eating all that food that was not theirs, and then they got turned into pigs. You shouldn't. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's kind of like the the turning into a donkey in Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just you're just an ass. So yeah, you're gonna turn into an that's ass. The way I, saw. I was like, yeah, that's you know what. And plus, like, you just knew they they, they just reeked of support characters when they were driving in that car. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is about sin. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh. Oh, actually, one more, uh, two more yeah. things on Spirit Away. Actually, um, one one character that I didn't really like all that much, at least the first time watching through it, I probably have changed my mind on it since. Is actually Haku. Oh, really? I I don't even know. I don't even know why. I just couldn't really get into maybe the fact that he was the prince. And I just didn't like those kind of characters. You, usually I don't like that kind of character yeah. myself, but I think and then so like, turns... I, I've only seen this movie like once and I yeah. still loved it. Like I uh, Austin's uh, girlfriend at the time had like a collection mm-hmm. and uh, she brought over Spirited Away. And like we had we had an hour and a half to kill. And she's just like, have you seen Spirited Away? I'm like, no, I love movies and I love Miyazaki movies, but I haven't seen this one. She's like, all right, sit down. You was, need to see this. Yeah, I was really surprised that I saw it before. For you, that's <laughs> what terrified me. I usually saw I dude like I, when I was a kid, I was like digging into those movies. Like the movie that I saw the most, or the most uh, Ghibli movie that I saw as a kid was uh, My Neighbor Totoro. That was my first introduction to to it. Like I saw the original uh, English dub uh, oh, VHS tape yeah. back way back in the day. This was before they did the Disney did the redub with uh, the Fanning Sisters. Ah, oh, okay. So it was like the older older one, and I think it's the one that we have on the DVD that, yeah. we, that you got. It's I'm we'll go into yeah, that. Yeah, my neighbor Taylor Roll was a good one too. <laughs> but yeah, on, I love that one. I want to hear I'll, I want to hear give... Austin's out loud opinion on that one because on Totoro? Yeah. Uh let's oh really? <laughs> no, go ahead. Get you started. Like... <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't hate it at all. I, I the designs were cute except for Totoro. <laughs> I enjoyed the characters except I don't like for the Totoro. Mascot. <laughs> I I laughed at <laughs> I laughed at the jokes, except at Totoro. Just, I, I, okay, my favorite thing about My Neighbor Totoro was actually the cat bus. And that's easily the most terrifying thing in the movie, except for Totoro. The cat bus was pretty cool. I, right, don't, I, I don't know why. I'm I know. The, I'm getting I, the sense, Austin, that you might not like Totoro himself, the character. <laughs> I know Totoro is the mascot of Studio Ghibli, and I know he's like supposed to be like the most friendly kind of character that there ever was in, in these kind of movies. But Totoro just freaks the fuck out of me, okay? Austin, I, I think just... Austin's afraid of the the big mouth that he's got. Like it just or like whenever Totoro smiles, Austin was No, like that on that's edge. the thing. He doesn't do anything but smile. It's either smile or mouth closed. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. And especially when he opens his mouth. Oh dear God, <laughs> no. I just I the the story is cute. I I like uh I like learning like what the sisters are going through. I like them having that connection with their their mom in the hospital moving away with their dad and still having that kind of story arc. It's just Totoro himself where he's supposed to be this charming, cute and 
like be there for you kind of character and creature. For me, he's piss your pants fear inducing. I Seriously? don't know why. I I want to love him. I want to love Totoro, but I can't. <laughs> I, I I I'm I'm flabbergasted at that because he's not like a horror monster. He's not like he, he, he's not. No, he no, is. Hush, come on, he is. In. I th- hold on, hold on. Let's throw, let's throw Totoro in Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's see what happens. Oh, come on, Seriously. he will, you, you, he will no, dislocate no, no, his jaw no, like a no, snake stop it, and stop devour like, you whole. And he will smile with glee what, as what, he does let's it. Let's see, and then get back to me on Toro being an evil mo- monster. Seriously, <laughs> like... I love Bloodsea. Okay, I love okay, Bloodsea. Well, I'm if terrified of Totoro. And you love the killer buddies in Bloodsea. How do you not love Totoro? What the hell's wrong with you? Be- because he's terrifying her <laughs> no, than he's the bunnies. Not. Terrifying her isn't a word. I'm making it up for Totoro. Just stop, dude. You're wrong (laughs) on all levels. (laughs) I mean, I know, but it's my opinion. I can be wrong (laughs) if I choose. Great, great, great point of view. I actually, I wanted to ask for you guys, what do you think? Okay, so I was just doing some some research about this stuff. Um, In the top four highest grossing anime films, there's three Ghibli movies. And they take off, uh, take up spot four, three, and two. If you had to guess what they were without looking it up, please, uh, what do you think is like those one of those three movies or any of those three movies? If you had to guess, I'm just curious if you guys uh, could uh, figure it. Put your number two has got to be yes, Spirit of yes. Away at least. Yeah, Spirit Away is on there. Know it. Totoro has got to nope. be on there. Uh, Mononoke. No. Nope. Prince Mononoke. No. Oh, these, these are surprising. Really? These other two are surprising. Princess. One of them we've already talked about. I'll give you that. Oh, yeah, House Moon number Castle. Three. And then what do you think is number four? It, it's one <laughs> of the ones that I watched to catch up with you guys. Please, please tell me it's... Uh, okay. We agreed the Spirit Away is on there. So luckily, one I like is on there. Uh, Please tell me it's no, Nausicaa. No, is it it's Nausicaa? Ponyo. Damn it. What? That's absurd. Ponyo. Ponyo I love great. Ponyo. Oh, that, Whoa. <laughs> Ponyo, 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 fishy yes. in the sea. You see, this is Pon- why I love you, because I can agree with you and disagree with you. But this one, it's like, I'm really happy I can agree with you on this one. And just for the people wondering what number one it was, it's actually uh, your name. Your name is uh, it's the number one. Yeah. Oh. That came out in 2016. The number one anime movie High of all time is your name. anime. Yeah. Highest grossing. So, like, I, I mean, I, to, the biggest okay. cash grab. That's a little surprising, honestly. Yeah. Like, I loved your, I, I loved your name, but at the same time, huh. I, or like, I'm a little <laughs> more surprised that. Uh, I thought for sure it would be a Ghibli movie. I think adjusted for inflation is part of why uh, your name is a little higher. Plus, right. it was plus it plus it had a wide wider release as it was coming out, so it was in no. America as it was still in. in no, Japanese. we're we're all wrong. Number one is actually uh, Dragon Ball is Super that, Broly. Dragon Ball Super <laughs> Broly is actually number twelve. <laughs> God damn it! Princess Mononoke <laughs> is above it. I that I that, had no doubt. I had no doubt. Yeah, no, fair enough. No, uh, he means like it's no, 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 no. Uh, Princess. No, yeah, it's, it's higher on the eight. list. Princess Mononoke is number eight. Oh, yeah. okay. But like, yeah. I feel bad because we actually sidestep next uh, to Diane's question. Next, next to Ninja Clash in the Land of Snow. I don't know that one. <laughs> or we. That's Naruto, the, the Naruto, you movie. buffoon! Uh, whatever, dude. It's not. It's I'm in. I'm in Ghibli, <laughs> Ghibli mood, mode, whatever you want to call it. But I, I want to go back to this point, Kyo. You, you didn't. All right, fine. Let's no, go, no, back no, yeah, go back to your point. No, but because I said Ponyo, and I felt like there was like a. You, you guys didn't agree. Like Hotshot loved it, and Kyo, you didn't. You weren't as 
about it, I feel like, right? Is that what I ca- Yeah. Um I, I think I, think, I it, think it's just the fact that you were surprised that it was that oh, high on that I was a little list, surprised because right? I I don't think it's that okay. good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's a cute movie. But you like I don't Ponyo. think I like Ponyo. I don't think it's uh what was it above? It was above uh It was number four. Well Nasco was not there. Mononoke wasn't on. So Howl's Moving Castle grossed more than yes. Ponyo? Okay. Oh, I thought Spirit yeah. Away was two. Or Spirited Away is two. I was saying so like it was four, three, and two. So like oh, okay. two was so Spirited, Spirited Away, Away, then Howl, then Ponyo. Yeah. Okay. Like I I would put Ponyo at like an eight if I were to uh rank it from like top ten. Like I think it's a good I think it's a good Ghibli movie. It's just not one that I would find myself going back to nearly as much as like say Spirited Away, Porcaroso, or Kiki. Really? You tasted human blood. What else did you have? <laughs> I love Ponyo. It's such <laughs> a cute movie. Ponyo's like amazing. it's I think the best part I think some of the best part of it is just like how nonchalant some some lines are read like for example there's the did you taste blood it's like Ham. okay you ate their excuse food. me what else did you have <laughs> when is consuming blood part of the process of becoming human you have the blood le- oh god the, uh, the if that's limits, the case vampires must be so human the limit of what she does to get ham though just <laughs> when she breaks free of her father's prison and controls the waves and runs on them with her Sasuke, fucking chicken legs Sasuke. and just jumps onto <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> and just jumps onto the onto the surface for the sake of ham, <laughs> and then causes a almost globally mm. wide tsunami. Because but you know what? Tonight I watched pa- uh, Ponyo. It was like raining like crazy outside, and I just like it felt like the right vibe to watch that movie. I don't know why, but like the fact that it was like raining—that is perfect. That's probably the perfect time yeah. to watch that movie. Yeah, like, but then the next day. morning happens, and it's all sunny, and they go out in the boat. Then you're just like, it's still <laughs> raining. <laughs> just like you're just like you're hope if you put Ponyo on at the right time, the sun will come out towards the climax. Right. <laughs> speaking of the speaking of the flooded world, though, I I, I love you, uh, Yosuke's boat. So. Sosuke. I love Sosuke's boat. Oh yeah, that where was it, really where cute. It's, I love that. Where it's candle powered, it like <laughs> light it and put it in, and then it just keep, <laughs> keeps going. It that that seems like that feels like okay. something that I would have like imagined doing as a child. Like that that's such like an imaginative thing that like it feels like something that a child would imagine. Yeah one one scene in that I I know this is supposed to be charming, mm-hmm. but to me it was terrifying. Uh, we we already know Sosuke... your opinion on Totoro, you fucking yeah, yeah, disgusting yeah. person. When, when Sosuke and Ponyo are passing by parents and a crying child, oh, yeah. and then Ponyo just looks back at the child just crying fiercely, jumps off onto the water in fish mode, <laughs> grabs the baby by the face, and then just like squishes its face that and like so weird, dude. face morphs into <laughs> it and then just leaves waving to the parents. Okay, like the what was supposed to happen there, like what you're supposed what, to get she out was of that supposed scene. To eat him? No. <laughs> no, no. In that scene, she's supposed to be taking the cold away from the child because the baby's crying because it's got a cold. Right. But uh so like Ponyo comes up and uh like basically takes the cold away from the child. Yeah, I didn't get and that. that. I know, I know. <laughs> That's why it's weird. It's like I it, it's gotta be like some kind of uh like a Japanese thing of some or something like that. I don't know what the uh, superstition behind that is, but I have a feeling that's kind of what they were going for. And that's part of explaining like why she 
passed out and her powers started fading away because she had the cold. I just that's, that's my guess so, as to what was going so on. Look, I know this is Ghibli we're dealing with, but that's weird. It is weird. <laughs> I know. I don't think I don't like that either. I think it's a really Again, strange way to in, move your movie forward. In However, same, that in, is still a cute movie. In this same movie, we have basically the guardian of the ocean who got it on with this giantess of the ocean. I'm not surprised by that. Have you been to Rule 34? Search up giantess stuff. You'll find plenty. Look, I'm aware. I've probably been there more than you. But <laughs> but just they got they got it on. This guy makes his appearance on the surface just soaking the water so he doesn't dry up as he's making his first way to Ponyo, then trying to find his daughter. And I can accept all that weirdness more than just running up to a baby and squishing its face and leaving. That, to me, is not weird. Or that, to me, is weird. The other stuff is not. I don't know if it's because... Like, the because rest of the movie is fine to you. Just that one scene That is one scene is up. like, this is just weird. You can crave ham and destroy the world all you want, I will you still can, watch an entire franchise, uh, an entire series where it's just you searching for ham. Old people <laughs> are subs abstract dicks, <laughs> and you can parade around the world in a candle-powered boat. That's fine. Grabbing a baby by the face and rubbing your face on it, smiling all the while. No, with your creepy fish chicken. <laughs> with your face. creepy fish chicken legs. <laughs> no, I'm out. Thanks. I had a good time, but I'm done. I think one thing I appreciate from Ghibli movies, though, is how they incorporate, kind of like early Dragon Ball, they incorporate, like, humans with animals. You know what I mean? Um, like, I was... yeah, th- dude, they have, like, or, like, uh, both, I know both the one we need to talk. The... I need. I know the one we need to talk about. Nice oh, please tell me that. we are. Yes, thank Carosa. you, thank you. Yo, how many times yeah. do I give you a softball and you're like, no, I, I, I'm gonna guess another thing just to piss you off. There you go. There you go. That's how you do it, Hot Shot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say Porco? So I meant Pompoco. Wait a minute. All of these have animals in them, even. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not a lot of. Uh, there's no, not that... a lot of like humanoid animal creatures i think it's just porco rosa i, I love oh, porco rosa the i adored that so movie great. that it's was such pro- a fun movie it's probably my third favorite ghibli movie i don't blame you that's a really good one like like i'll i'll tell i'll tell my my top three later on but porco rosa the flying pig and dog fights <laughs> and just this pig basically just wanting to fly around the world of his own regard not really get into any wars or any fights or anything like that anymore i love it because of how charming that that fucking premise is and then when he gets in a fist fight in the end i'm just like kick his ass mr piggy oh, i love that <laughs> just love it Por- this this is porky pig's ancestor and he kicked fucking ass i love his like ferociousness his tenacity his like he doesn't give up remember he gets shot down by the by those enemies and like his they see this plane crash like oh he's gone no he's chilling on an island he's gonna get back to you you like if you don't see a body <laughs> like you're definitely not on the right side here you know what i'm saying and like yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, what a badass <laughs> i i the the, rela- uh, yeah. the relations between him like him and his i'm gonna say former love for the sake of this that's just basically watching him fly like the countess oh essentially. yeah mm-hmm. like his connection with her i found fucking adorable his mentor slash almost romantically involved no, with wait, the hold, with the you engineer mean pre- you mean apprentice yeah you said mentor yeah, like him he, being like a mentor. He, oh, okay. All right. Like mentor apprentice, almost borderline romantic. Uh, that was Theo, yeah, right? Not quite. That was her name, I think. Theo? Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. Theo. 
Yeah, she, she's she. Other than Porcaroso himself, I don't think she's that there was my favorite a, character in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she was really like romantically interested in him. I saw it more as like just a, an admiration sort of thing, like yeah. where she she looks up to him because like he's lived such a full or such a an interesting life such like, a hog wild life pun yeah. totally intended shut the fuck up <laughs> leave it basically just like he has such a mysterious past and you're so interested in what the fuck that, that past was yes exactly and like that not only that but his personality is so uh it draws you in like he he's not he's not like an uh a he's, han not solo a, he's not a han solo type of character he's just uh leave me alone and let me fly <laughs> yeah he's a very or he's a very uh free-spirited person but he's also a little cold and he's he does or he just, just kind of wants to he just, just kind of wants seen, to chill out and live his life uh live the rest of his life doing what he loves yeah. and that's flying just because he's seen what kind of connections uh that can yeah, yeah, yeah. to and yeah. what kind of heartbreak it, it can but go the thing through. is mm-hmm. when i when i think when i think porcaroso obviously like the first thing i think of is the actual airplane fights and stuff like that yeah but the first scene that always comes to my mind is when he's talking to theo and uh he finally agrees to something i can't remember the context and theo kisses his cheek and then happily just like goes away and goes to bed (laughs) i can't remember the context leading up to that but the smile on her face is just so freaking genuine (laughs) and lays down with such like i can't wait to wake up tomorrow for this (laughs) it's so damn cute i love it i love it a lot sorry jan no no i was just gonna say like i was gonna make a joke of like uh porcaroso gave me a new topic idea we could do like anime pigs like you know porcaroso hawk from seven deadly sins any other pig we can find out and it would be like a great topic the parent the The parents the parents away away. like i think that's your list giant Anime and pigs. the Looney Tunes anime Porky Pig. The Looney Tunes anime, sure, we'll go with the Looney Tunes anime Porky Pig. Yeah, but we're gonna number have to, one best gonna, pig in anime. Yeah, but we're gonna have to make it. We need to give him a shotgun. Oh my god, why? <laughs> give Porky Pig a shotgun. I don't want to do this. Yes, you do. <laughs> You're a Looney Tunes fan. You're an anime fan. These things should have a baby. That just because, much like two divorced parents, I may love them both equally. That doesn't mean I want them. That doesn't mean that I want them in the same room. I want them as far away from each other as possible. I had a very dark joke in my head, but I'm not going to say it <laughs> out of respect for everyone listening and everyone. On I also, podcast. I also <laughs> wanted to know uh, if we can start steering away from Porcaroso. Uh, Kiki, yo. I love that one. Kiki! Uh, yeah, I loved Kiki. My second favorite Ghibli movie. Ghibli. <laughs> no, I said Ghibli. You said, you said Ghibli. Ghibli. Okay, it's also, also that. Every time <laughs> my second favorite every Ghibli time movie. Ghibli from now on, I'm just going to edit in the G before the bleh. <laughs> before the bleh. <laughs> the bleh. <laughs> I love Kiki. I, I love her. I love the cat. I love who she stays with. I love her uh, training to be an actual witch. I hate her boyfriend. Oh, he's so annoying. I don't think I <laughs> I don't think I like him or I don't think I really hate him. I think he's just there to me. You know what character I love? Mm. The uh the character that she meets like right at the beginning and or the artist who's like living out in the cabin in the woods. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a second to remember who you're talking about. Yeah, she was like a bit of like Oh, I'm having a hard time. What should I do? And she like kind of guides Kiki back into like this is how it works and blah blah blah. And I just remember like 
That was the lowest you've been. She was, and she kind of skyrocketed back up with her whole delivery service and everything again. That's how I remember it. Or the paint, the painter girl who uh, gives Kiki the advice of like, yeah, if you don't have your head cleared, then or like if you don't have a clear goal, then it's probably time to step away from whatever it is you're working on right, and right, just, right. She, uh, just she, like clear your mind. Apparently, it's senior while. witch. First That's, meter. Uh, she doesn't have a name. Apparently, yeah. senior witch. You go. She's not Yuko a witch. When, when we first... Yuko Kobayashi? Yuko. Yuko. Okay. We'll just go with Yuko. Yuko Ko Kobayashi. So when we first meet her, she does, she is a bit of an oddball, but at the same time in the city that Kiki's in, she also is. <laughs> so it just seems like all the more reason to actually find her and have that connection. Yeah. Even though everyone else in the city is like, she's weird, don't talk to her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kiki's over here like, I'm a witch. I kind of have to. I need help. Help me understand this. And just to have that, that's all the connection. Um, honestly, I really do. I really do enjoy her. And I really do feel like she's a strong reason why Kiki is on the straight and narrow as she is. Like both, uh, both her and... Um, both her and the foster the, folks. The, the bakers. The bakers. She's in, that's why I said foster because that's just what popped in my head. The bakers that she stays with, like keeping her on that straight and narrow path, especially when it comes to uh, her delivery service and her job on that. Yeah. But like all Ghibli movies, there is one scene or like one sequence that breaks my fucking heart. And that's when Kiki starts losing her powers. Oh. Uh. Yeah, that was very it heartbreaking. It's so heart-wrenching. Yeah. But at the same time, like I felt like she was kind of one-dimensional at this point. She was just like this good-natured person who delivered food, and now like let's give her a bit of struggle. And when I saw that happen, I was like, okay, now let's see how she reacts under pressure and when the deck's a bit stacked against her and not this whole feel-good thing of like, oh, my daughter needs muffins, you know, and here are your muffins. Like, something different, you even, know? Even, even getting to the point to where she can't understand her familiar anymore. It, he's just a cat now. Yeah, yeah. And especially when that cat leaves her to go get some. And it's just... So uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just like I don't understand why you're leaving me. I'm just like, oh my god, Kiki, no. But at, at the same time, I just felt like in general that movie just had such a happy tone. And what I'm realizing now, more than we're talking about all these different movies for, with Ghibli, there's a lot of just kids as characters, like main characters or supporting characters. It's a very kid-based uh, characters. Actually, yeah. Sin from, uh, from Sen. Spirit of What? Sen, Sen, or is it Sin? It's, uh, S-E-N. Oh, I thought it was Sin. Oh, okay. No. okay. Okay, so Sen from Spirit Away, Kiki from aptly named Kiki, uh, the girl from House Moving Castle. Mm. Uh, uh, well, she's a little more of an adult because she works at a, works at a shop. So mm. I would say, like, maybe teenager, like, somewhere bordering on Somewhere on the same lines of Mononoke, then. Because yeah. Mononoke is easily a teenager. And yeah. Then, so, so, like, well, a lot of them are more so about, like, the only one I can think your of, own and becoming an adult. The only one I can think of that's straight up about an adult, at least in my mind, is yeah. Porcaroso. Actually, yeah. The main, or Porcaroso is, like, probably... Is a middle-aged pig adult. Yeah. Or older, actually, I 
I think he is like in his 60s. No, nah, I think he was like 40, maybe 50. Point being, he wasn't like a teenager that. anymore. D- very he wasn't clear. a young piglet either. I know he was cursed. It's a joke. What about like uh, Nausicaa, um, that film, the main character, like that's a teenager, right? Yeah. Nas- yeah, Nausicaa's, yeah. Nausicaa's a teenager that. leaning up onto young adult. Yeah. And then I was just Spe- yeah, go ahead. speaking. No, no, you well, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh, I think the only other except, I think the only other exception is Pompoko. Yeah, that was all raccoons, though. I don't, I don't remember that one. Or, yeah, that's the, that's the one about the raccoons. Ah, we haven't watched that. That one, one was ah. really good. I have, yeah, at yeah. Least. If I, if I just put a, a bit of a precursor, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Um, it's basically like <laughs> these raccoons with obviously spiritual powers because it's a Ghibli movie. Um, and they live in this forest, and uh, there's construction that starts to occur around their forest, and they try to fight back the humans and find ways to uh, delay or disrupt the construction so that their forest th- remains intact. And uh, a lot of stupid stuff and a lot of funny stuff and a lot of uh, Ghibli stuff happens throughout the movies, uh, the, the movie to make, like, to prevent <laughs> from the construction to, like, destroy the entire forest. When, when Ghibli stuff doesn't happen in Ghibli movies, you know you have a problem. I have a question for you then, yes. Jayanne. Are you aware of what part of their body they're using during this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Say it loud. I was just hope I was just <laughs> hoping that Jayanne had seen like the uh like the English dub where they call them pouches instead of ball yeah. sacks. <laughs> I mean, I watched it this morning. Um but that one was to me I think okay. that movie was my favorite <laughs> universe, if that makes sense. No, no, not my favorite universe. My favorite um my favorite universe is, is for sure Nausicaa. Nausicaa, like, the universe of Nausicaa was just so cool with all the bugs. I would definitely want to get into that. But oh, my yeah. favorite, like, uh, structure in the sense of, like, the way it's narrated and the way it's, like, oh, the raccoons and da-da-da-da. And you, like, really get, like, a frame-by-frame uh, play of, like, how are they going to go about uh, screwing over this construction site or doing this over there. It's really cool. I really like the way uh, it's uh, it's described and how it's narrated throughout the, 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 the structure of the anime. Yeah. You like how it's structured. You like the way that it's really cool, like that. Out. But Nausicaa, the universe in Nausicaa is so cool. Before before we get to Nausicaa, I'm sorry, I just have to get this out because if I don't, I'm gonna hold on to it for a while. Hmm. When we were describing the raccoons and their ball sacks, the scene that immediately went into my mind was from South Park when they all enlarge their ball sacks and hop on them like hoppity hops. And I was imagining a bunch of raccoons doing said action. They actually do that in one scene. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> Guess the hot just going to watch this tonight. We probably will. <laughs> we might, because I... Austin has I, to see it now. I laugh, at, I laugh at ball sacks. I laugh at fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't have any taste. The, this way we can have this way we can actually have a full on Pompoco podcast episode. That's a terrifying. Thought. We'll talk about raccoons and their ball sacks for an entire half hour. I'm down. How many times <laughs> can we say taint in one podcast? <laughs> Yo, Nausicaa though. You were you were you can't you can't cut me off at the. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it later. No, tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness. All right, you want to you want to know why? Okay, in all seriousness, you want to know why I was cutting you off to talk about because, raccoon ball sacks instead because of Nausicaa? You're shot? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably one reason. But because Nausicaa is my favorite Ghibli movie. I don't understand how. Okay, wait, what you? So you didn't want to talk about your favorite movie because you wanted to talk about that? What? <laughs> 
That is correct. I'm so confused. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about my favorite movie because I wanted to make a joke about ball sacks instead. All right, but your favorite movie, go ahead. <laughs> Na- Nausicaa, so when uh, when Kyo f- first showed it to me, it's actually one of the few Ghibli movies we have on Blu-ray before I got the yeah. bootleg DVD collection. Um, so like I so, so like I was uh, we were at Walmart one day. And yeah, back, I was back like, story on that real yeah, quick. Like we were at Walmart one day. Austin was I don't remember what Austin was doing. He was doing something else. We were in the video section and I happened to see a bunch of movies that were like 20 bucks for uh, Blu-ray. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start building up my Ghibli collection in Blu-rays so that way I can have them all in glorious HD. So I found I saw Nausicaa was one of the ones that was on there. And personally, I hadn't seen it yet. We got Nausicaa and Spirit Away, I think, right? Or Spirit Away we have on a regular DVD. We gotta get it on Blu-ray, I think. Okay. But um but anyway, so I saw it and I was like, I haven't seen this. I keep hearing good things about it and I absolutely need to need to see it because for me the more animated films i see the more knowledge i have about these films and personally i also really like to look at behind the scenes stuff about these movies uh it it really intrigues me because another thing is that this whole movie there is no computer animation in the entire film it's all drawn on hand everything is drawn on hand like with pencil and paper painting and it's an intense movie and when we finally watched it on the blu-ray i was absolutely blown away by Yo, i'm stuff. reading stuff about nausicaa nice. and i didn't even know that i want to read this out because i don't think you guys even know this so it was released in 1984 but then a heavily i'm going to take this from the wiki because this is really cool uh, a heavily edited adaptation of the film created by Ma- manson international warriors of the wind was released in the united states and other markets uh, throughout the mid to late uh, 1980s and was eventually replaced in circulation by an uncut redubbed version by Walt Disney uh, Pictures in 2005. Yeah. What? And then, it, though it was made before Studio Ghibli was founded, it's considered a Ghibli work and was released as part of the Studio Ghibli collection DVD. The film is received critically acclaimed. Okay, so is it a Ghibli film? Or what? I'm confused. Okay. It is. It is. So it's made by the guys who originally, who founded the Ghibli okay. studio. This is, be- so like, this is before they actually had their own studio. And they, ori- and like, uh, when the director of the film went to pitch it to a movie studio, he couldn't pitch it because the movie studio was like, we can't produce any, or we will not produce any movies unless there is a manga tie-in. Because oh. in Japan, it's a lot smarter to already have the, it's already smarter to have like that fan base ready which is why a lot right. of manga gets a- adapted because the because there's a fan base right. out there already so instead of making the movie first he went ahead and he created an entire like i think it was like a three or four issue manga where he has an entire story laid out and he pitched it back to them because it got super popular back when it first came out and then he was like well you make my movie now and they're like yes here's your money wow that's really cool. Yeah, it was an it was an intense uh, t- it was intense back then, and like once uh, once that came out and they made their money uh, off of it, they were able to build their studio, and then they started producing. Okay, movies I have two ever things since. I want to ask uh, you guys, and then one thing I one thing I want to ask you guys, and then one thing I want to ask you specifically, Kyo. Uh, I really felt like a Metroid okay. vibe from uh, the Nausicaa movie. I don't. What do you guys think? Yeah, eh? kind of. Met- Met- Metroid, Metroid combined with like Fallout, I'd say. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of po- post-apocalyptic, desertly. 
yeah adventure but with a lot of sci-fi elements that, mm-hmm. and that that's also another reason why i love it i loved her bird yeah her, her bird <laughs> was it, the it, best. Wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a bird it was a little uh like bird, ferret bird. or whatever it was like, oh that's right why did it, I it was say like bird. a little flying squirrel yeah, why yeah, did I say yeah. bird? I think because it like soared through the fucking yeah, cause air. Yeah, because it always flies. Basically, flies. I, yeah, I get that. it was amazing. <laughs> no, I was great. And the other thing I want to ask Yukio is, uh, you really clearly explained that whole Nausicaa thing. And I had no idea. Is there other stuff you know about mm-hmm. Ghibli movies that are kind of like fun facts like that, like trivial details like that, that are really cool? Because I feel like you're very, you know this this franchise well. You know this studio well. So I'm just I'm just curious if there's other tidbits you want to share. I feel or I feel bad because I haven't I haven't seen all these movies and like I'm a huge fan of the right. movies that I have seen and like I really want to see and I I so tracing back to like what we said earlier, Austin for my birthday got me a DVD copy of uh, a complete Ghibli collection. No way, which, that's awesome. On the whole, was the sweetest and nicest thing. Austin has gotten for me. However, Aside from one other did, gift. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but he didn't realize that when he was buying it, it's a bootleg copy. What? So the V so the so the movies on the discs are super like are like 360p. Like 360 oh, quality man. on them. And like so like we uh so like we tried what so we watched Princess Princess Mononoke and Porco Rosso on this, and the quality was so awful. Like, and then uh, luckily I had bought the Nausicaa Blu-ray, and we went back and watched that, and we're like, I can't go back. We can't go back to this bootleg DVD. And I've made fun of him for it, but I always have to preface that I am super thankful for the fact that you got this for me. I just want to say, check your links next time. <laughs> I got it off Amazon. I thought it was. Oh, you got it on Amazon? Yeah, that's why I thought Fuck. it was. It was the real deal. Someone in China is like, is, the, is celebrating with your twenty bucks. <laughs> the, the the only the only two gifts I can think of that I got that are nicer than that are the bundle I got you for the uh, complete collection of uh, Gravity Falls and the Number Three Journal. Oh yeah, that's and God, I love that thing. Those and things. the complete collection of Invader Zim. Those were those are still some of my favorite gifts, and I still use them. <laughs> <laughs> but the fucking Ghibli one. Okay, I had. We were so disappointed with that. Since, since I'm on a since I'm on a rant about gifts for Kyo, there there was only one failure in my mind that's bigger than this, hmm. and that's when I bought you Ash versus the Evil Dead the series oh. before we watched the actual movies. Oh, I was so goddamn upset and i'm still really upset about it we've watched the movies now we can watch the show no matter what but i'm so upset that i did that austin has sort of a good and bad history i know that austin knows me enough that he knows exactly what to get me so i'm never worried about it i am however worried that he'll get so close that he'll somehow overshoot Damn. It's infuriating. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got off of the question you no, asked no, me, like, Diane. Every, I'm sorry. Yeah, was, like uh, trivia about the different Ghibli movies that you know about or stuff like that. Oh, I can, then, I can, I'll, dro- I'll drop. Don't worry. The gifts that I got from Joe. <laughs> don't worry. I'll drop trivia as we go along with the movies. Like, so uh, I guess like since we were talking about Parker Rosso, I may as well drop this. Um, Miyazaki is a really big fan of planes. Right? The, the director of uh, the movie. So I should also let you know that uh, the reason that ties in is because the studio is named after 
a specific airplane called a Ghibli. And it was a really early uh, uh, World War II type of, uh, it was a really er early prop plane, like a World War II. It may or may not have been the kind that Porco Rosso was flying. I don't think it actually was. But it's just a little interesting connection is that he's such a big fan of planes because he did both Porco Rosso and then he also did uh, When the Wind Rises. Right, right, right. That's really cool. Um, I actually wondered yeah. about uh, the planes in, in Porco Rosso. Uh, I felt like those were like regular planes, like you, you would see them in real life. But then like the plane. Yeah, those yeah. are real planes. And then Most the ones in Nausicaa, are. like I wish those were real life planes. I'm sorry. I, I you know what I mean? Like the universe is very so much Dude. throughout all these different. No. I mean, Nazca, Nazca is just strictly science. I fiction. wish it was real life though. Pokerosa's Poker, Poker, biggest fantasy thing was the main character was a pig. I guess that, that, that was probably about the most fantasy about it. But Nazca, with like the fucking armies of bugs, so creepy. All or or the fucking takeover like in the beginning where i think her dad her father gets gunned down right oh, oh yeah. that would hurt like that just whole opening sequence i'm just like i feel so bad for this character and i love her <laughs> and her ferret and I, I want to see her succeed because she doesn't want to fight she wants to resolve everything peacefully and i think she barely even raises a fist in the entire movie well i mean aside from that scene where she like go or like tries to start like fighting the guards that came in and killed her dad yeah i mean anyone would do that like anyone yeah. would even if the most heaviest of pacifists if you see a loved one gunned down in front of you yeah. you are going to lose your shit very yeah, likely. <laughs> but aside from that, she tries to resolve everything else peacefully between the warring countries and the invading bugs. She she fucking the the entire sequence at night when she's like at that outpost, yeah. trying to figure out a way to peacefully solve this, even with the wave of bugs just like going right towards her city, and she just finds it <laughs> like it like i help me if i'm wrong but doesn't everything actually get peacefully resolved without any really bloodshed going on or is Pretty there actually much? the battle i mean going? like the there's no real battle i mean like the there are some action scenes where uh or like there's the scene in the airship where uh one of them has a gun, but like the guys that are from Nasca's village somehow manage to get it so that she doesn't have to shoot, uh, that she doesn't shoot anybody or shoot any any creatures right. like after the uh, the airship crash. Pretty much everyone, like in in accordance to her and in respect to her, lays down their arms. Yeah, almost. And whenever they come across, like they know how to defend themselves, but in respect to her and what she is trying to accomplish, they lay down and just, all right, you know what? Fine, we don't have to do this. Right, and they don't do it. Yeah. And there's no like stab in the back or anything like that. It's actually peacefully resolved. I did like the two uh, characters from whatever that empire was or whatever. Mm. The two that were always bickering with each other, like teasing about how they're going to kill each other and take uh, over. What did you guys yeah. actually think? I just thought that was really What did funny you guys dialogue. think about the actual universe and like how bugs and the, the forest and everything and like the, the just the life and trying to save the humans through all of, out of this. Like, I just, I really love the setting of this anime like, for real. Like really loved it. Like, like, I, like I said uh, in the beginning of Asuka's, talk it it really does feel like a combination of like you pointed out metroid as well as fallout so that kind of like mythology and atmosphere especially for this kind of thing i think really can take off now 
I do love the universe in its own separate continuity. If it was my universe and we lived in a desert and there was they an ancient civilization. A it's just a desert. I, I know, but that that's just what my mind immediately goes to to start with. So it's just a little off-putting of like, I don't want to live in the goddamn <laughs> desert. But the atmosphere of it, the, the caverns, the forest, the desert is so beautiful that I can't help but yeah. love it. And yeah. love no, definitely, definitely. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but like if you look at the way that like all the vehicle their vehicles are designed, they all they're all uh like compare them to our own actual uh designed vehicles and whatnot. All of our planes are relatively bird shaped, whereas mm-hmm. theirs in that movie are bug shaped. Like they all look kind of like everything insects. is very buggy. So like it's if you you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Give me a dragonfly. Dragonfly. <laughs> 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 yeah, like the the whole idea behind like the uh, the or the uh, vehicle design was that uh, like the people who invented these uh, vehicles, like in terms of the art department, was that all the that like all the vehicles are based on like bugs that exist in that universe because yeah. bugs are the dominant creatures. Yeah. And and they show they're they're easily the most threatening presence in the entire movie. There's actually a or the, I think the game Metal Slug uh, uses the design of the giant monsters or the giant insects as like enemies in the video game. I'm gonna look this up. Give me a minute. I might be I might be wrong about which game uses it, but I'm pretty sure it's the game Metal Slug. Could be. I I haven't heard of that game. And, uh, Let's Metal talk Slug a little Monster. bit about Princess Mononoke though. Because that one uh, was actually, yeah. I just want to put this out there. This one was the first one I saw of Ghibli. But I, I actually want to preface this with saying, really? like, I did, like, I, I watched uh, Princess Mononoke with my roommate, um, like, last year. And she was like, you haven't seen Ghibli before. And that's, like, how I kind of got introduced to it uh, and everything. But I just want to put mm-hmm. a, a side thing here saying that uh, when I rewatched Spirited Away, I actually watched Spirited Away back in 2001 when I was still living in France. And I remembered watching the movie when I was oh. almost at the end of watching Spirited Away. I was like, this is the film I saw in cinema when I was in France. And it just like, it mirrored like my childhood <laughs> with like my 20s. It was such a weird like, like realization in the moment I was watching that film. And that's why like I really enjoyed it. But Princess Mononoke really got me into like, Ghibli as a studio and as a, like a, a movie collection and like what made me want to do this specific episode um such a cool such a cool movie like uh, the adventure and the creatures and the uh difficulties that the characters go through in that Princess Mononoke is so great what do you guys think about uh, Princess Mononoke I loved it honestly the the kind of civil war feel of the essentially the one savage Mononoke quote unquote versus the Basically, the people who are tearing down the entire forest to to saturate their own self. And even when we meet the villain, we can clearly see like both points of, of view from them. Mononoke wanting to protect her home, the village, and the village wanting to like do what's right, right by its people. Hell, even 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 when our main character like is first in the village, he sides with them really and just like accepts life in the village seeing uh guests along with everyone in the village seeing how they all work together then uh 
when they he goes back out into the forest and finds Mononoke, uh, that all gets turned on his head, especially when like the guardian of the forest shows up. Dear God, that fucking deer. But with with both sides, it's kind of up to the viewer to decide like who's right and who's wrong, even if the movie definitely the movie destroys pretty, the village. The movie pretty heavily leans towards nature being right. I mean, yeah, because you can't stop nature. And if you, you really can, can't. you're wrong. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to say it. As scary as that deer is, he is nowhere near as bad as I Dora. actually, you guys brought, you Shut guys up. brought something that actually is really interesting to me. Uh, the whole thing with like nature and like humans, uh, I feel like it's this big thing of like the, the humans wanting to like take out the, the like the, the, the nature and the, in the process of war, but then nature wanting to be preserved. I really felt like there's a parallel with that and, uh, and, uh, Palm Poco, or like the raccoons want to preserve the nature. Like, like throughout all these movies, I'm just realizing the more we're talking about it, like themes relate, like youth, uh, nature versus humans, adventure, romance. Like these, these are very generic themes. Yes, kids yeah, growing but, but up, like it, it connects a lot between all these movies. And I, I wonder, and maybe this is like something because you're more story driven, Keo. This is something you can answer. Like, is this intentional when they write these back to back to back? Like, they're all made in like different a different time period. You know, some of these are from the 80s, 90s, or 2000s. Um, do you think? it's intentional when they do all these like crossover themes that just happen to connect with another one like okay absolutely they're all or it's absolute it's absolutely intentional uh that miyazaki is trying is like he's very heavy or he's very um he's very anti-industrialization he's kind of like uh he's kind of like the jrr tolkien of the modern age like he's very opposed to like industrialization uh like taking over nature and whatnot because he he feels pretty strongly about that because like not only uh like not only that but he's also uh he's also got some very strong opinions on uh on war because there's a lot of there's a lot of like war subtext in most of his movies because like I'm pretty sure he was born or I just looked it up he was born in 1941 which is two years before uh, uh, I believe it's two years before World War II ended so he'd be like three like maybe three by that point or no yeah he'd be two years old but he, he he strongly opposes uh, just war in general, and he's a very pacifist type of person, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So that relates to the theme of nature preservation. I'm just trying to understand what how that connects to like the fact that there are different themes that interconnect between different movies, like how, the fact that he is like that. Like how what is how does that influence the fact that these themes interconnect in the, between the movies. I mean, nature connection can happen with, uh, Oh, oh you mean like between yes. each film? That's what I was saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, th- or I don't think that they're all supposed to, I don't think the movies are supposed to be connected in that sense, but they are all supposed to, or a lot of them do have this underlying tone, Na- uh, nature versus, uh, industrialization. He's very much like he personally is opposed to, uh, like heavy industrialization. Like he obviously understands that, um, that we need to industrialize a little bit in order to survive, but he's also very, uh, he's very pro nature like one of the things that his studio is his studio has an open garden area where the animators can go and just spend some time in kind of an outdoor setting with these blossoming trees and flowers and just a lot of uh like he's a very he's a very nature driven person right right, right. Uh, the uh, what i was gonna say after that also is that like with this this whole nature and uh and human uh theme that is throughout the uh the 
uh, all, uh, many of the movies, I feel like is very much um, mm -hmm. uh, a setup for like what the characters are going to be like, uh, how they're going to struggle with their enemies, and uh, are they going to collaborate and fight? Like in Pom Poco, I feel like there's a lot of that, uh, you know, the raccoons screwing with the humans because the humans are screwing with the nature. And then in uh, Nausicaa, right. it's the war that makes it so that that force is going to get burnt down. We don't really have a choice. You know, mm -hmm. I, I really feel like it's a, it's a, per it's a theme that kind of sets up the storyline or like the big parts of the storyline. I don't know what you guys think about that. I think of it as like, he's just real or like, it's a message that he thinks is not, or that he believes is not going to grow old, but he knows how to weave it into his stories so that it's natural and it's not preachy. He's not that he's not that hippie at the side of the road holding a sign that says save the trees. <laughs> he's basically in <laughs> or in, in the in Lorax. S yes. Where or in the Lorax, where it's completely uh hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> but um what or well, but stress in, in, in the remake, in not in the original Lorax. Yeah, exactly. The uh the op or he's the exact opposite of that person holding up the sign that says save the trees. He is saying save the trees, but he's going about it in in basically showing people why they should, should save trees because trees are important to us and we need them to uh, reproduce oxygen. And that's, or he's a little bit more like a, he's a little bit more like a teacher than a protester there's is actually, what he is. There's actually a lot of uh, movies in Ghibli that nature can come and fuck you over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or like the movies show a reverence for nature and I like, yeah. and I like how it's not like Fern Gully where it's like, it, like it's really in your face. Yeah. It, they're not like that and it's why, and it's why why they part of why they speak to such a wide audience of people yeah i uh when we talk about okay. like all these themes uh being uh very prevalent and very present throughout many of the ghibli movies i feel like another theme uh that is very prevalent and almost like what makes up every single uh ghibli movie is magic and the fact that there's like magical things that happen or magical characters or magical powers uh like the fantasy is woven yeah. in many of the plots um and for example one of the movies that i saw uh i don't think you saw this one hot shot yet uh it was called uh, the cat returns uh, without really spoiling anything here um i felt like this one was good like it's a good movie but when you've seen many other ghibli movies i feel like it's it's just not one of those like characters get thrust into this magical world and magic happens you know like i didn't feel like from that specific movie that there was a big impact like a spirited away or like a uh a, a ponyo like I, those movies like had a big much bigger impact in my opinion i don't know about you but like i feel like these themes are so prevalent in, in all these movies that it makes it kind of hard for some of the less heavy hitters to be as impactful if you see what i mean yeah i mean uh the cat returns is definitely one that i've heard of uh, before I started watching Ghibli movies, and basically anyone who's who's watched Ghibli movies that I've come across uh, does know it and does love it and tries to push it down my throat to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, I ju I just haven't watched it. I know the image of the cat in the top hat and his cane, played by Carrie Always, the smooth motherfucker from uh, Princess Bride. Wesley did, did not know that he played he plays the English version of the cat, and he's 
did not know that. Did, did you know that he was smooth? And that's about did, all I knew. Did you know that he I, was a smooth cat? No. I, I could I could tell by looking at him that he could be a suave <laughs> motherfucker. But but really, all I had was was his appearance. I had nothing else to go off of. Everyone else just told me it's so good. Watch it. Here's okay, the, here's but the why? Thing. It's just good. Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing about uh, the cat returns. It kind of requires a little bit of context because it's uh, it's kind of a weird Inception kind of movie because the. Uh, the movie comes from one of the other films uh, in this uh, library. I can't remember which one it is. I know it's either Whispers of the Heart or Poppy's, uh, Poppy Hill. <laughs> but uh, it's it's essentially the story that one of the characters is writing in one of really? the movies. And the movie, yeah. Um, like, if you look into... it's. I can't remember which one it is because uh, it's the movie where it's uh, these two kids who are growing up together and uh, they kind of don't can't stand each other. But finding out that they have a lot in common and a lot different about each other is kind of how the movie grows and develops itself. That sounds like Totoro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how? Those are two sisters that have to live. Yeah, with I don't each see other the, I don't see the, 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 the resemblance the here. I don't see the connection. Neither do I. I heard two girls living together. Or Not two kids. Grow, two. I heard two kids growing up together, and I thought it was Okay, I see. I see your point there, but it's a bad one. <laughs> but Kale, I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back to just the fact that, like, do you do you, do you agree or not agree with me when I'm saying that this whole. Magic is so a part of this universe that when you watch the cat returns versus any other Ghibli movie, I I honestly feel like it's just another random character gets dropped in a magical land and has to like goes on an adventure. Like that's how it felt to me because that's what Ghibli movies are. You know, it kind of felt like they kind of just cop not copy pasted, but they took a, the main theme from other movies, so it didn't make it as special for me personally. So, uh, Cat Returns is probably one of the uh, lesser ones because it's not a. Uh, it doesn't have the same flair. That that the other Miyazaki movies have because like they're it's more so focused on just telling like an adventure story um, as opposed to like say like say as opposed to Totoro which has a very slice of life feel with a little bit of magic sprinkled in and that kind of pushes the story right. forward or uh, or um, it I guess it, in ways it's pretty uh, Cat Returns is similar to Spirit in a way but there's less urgency in the cat returns like there's no uh, there's no real stakes in cat returns it's kind of just like this girl gets thrusted into this world and then the goal is to just kind of leave it's kind of an alice in wonderland sort of thing but it's not as uh there's no or like i said there's no mm -hmm. real stakes to it it's more of one of those just like it's kind of one of those mindless ghibli movies which is not what you kind of want from ghibli they kind of they're a little more smart than that I feel, but um, it's not a terrible movie. I think it's entertaining. Fair enough. And uh, the last movie I wanted to really get into before uh, we, we get into other conversation here uh, specifically is uh, from Up on the Poppy Hill. I saw that one. I liked it personally. I just felt the it was cool to not have a movie that was as dripped into magic. It just have like it's basically without spoiling, of course. It's about these students that build a boathouse, and it just it's centered around this very community uh, driven thing. And these students work to work together, and then finally maybe like the boathouse, so there's a it might not be there after all. And so they, they they fight back and stuff. So it's it's just one big movie where they come together and work to a common goal. I think it's cool, but personally, like 
that one was another one of those lesser ones, in my opinion. What do you think? It's 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 still or uh, Poppy Hill is a re- okay. So that tells me that Whispers of the Heart was the one that uh, the Cat Returns is uh, based from because Whispers of the Heart is probably closer to the one that I was oh. describing. Anyway, Poppy Hill Poppy Hill is uh Poppy Hill is more of like a, a teen drama mm-hmm. kind of movie. Yeah. There's not and I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially because it's a Ghibli movie and it's a really good Ghibli movie. But as on, honestly like there there since there's no real like magic element to it, it's a little interchangeable more with dull. Uh, like some other regular anime movie right. that could just be it could be like your name but like without the magic element the that's in channel. there like I, i'm not i'm i don't hate it i've seen a majority of the movie but i haven't but i like didn't get to finish the whole thing and i do know more about the movie without having seen it somehow like i know i know too much trivia about these movies that i haven't seen all right well since we're nearing the end here and you want you any any uh trivia this is uh go ahead with your trivia with the other stuff you wanted to mention about these movies because i'm curious i love trivia i i love trivia <laughs> well one of the or something that i completely forgot about was uh like when we were talking about Nazca, I forgot to mention the scene with the uh, the giant robot, the secret weapon, like towards the end of the movie. That was animated by a first time animator. Really? Like this is made that, that yeah, it was animated by a guy that was really new to animation. Like he was a student, like fresh out of school, and like he didn't have a lot of experience. But when uh, they did the pencil test for it, uh, the director was like. He, he's in. He, he has to work on this movie. He's got the right touch. <laughs> yeah. I think he's been in... I think that am, particular animator has been on most of these movies. I wonder, like, staff-wise, like, do they rehire the same musicians, the same uh, animators? Like, is Studio Ghibli... I think like... so. I'm pretty sure. I think the... I think the one exception is uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Because uh, I think... Because, like, Grave of the Fireflies and Totoro were made around the exact same time. So, like, they were... Ma- I think they were working on two different movies, and then they released the films as a matinee, uh, or, like, a pair, uh, a package deal. Ah. Oh. And uh, as I recall, they... Their animators and, like, their... They didn't have, like, a full staff when they put that movie together. So, like, they uh, they ended up, like, creating a course on, like, this is what we want to do with, uh, with the studio. This is the way that we do things things around here and they started hiring like permanent staff so like now right now they still have like uh permanent people who are still doing uh still doing these uh films i mean i'm looking over over here like on the on the wiki page uh maybe you know any any of these but the notable animators and character designers from studio ghibli you got masashi ando makiko futaki katsuya kondo uh kitaro kasada do any of these sound familiar to you uh, I'm guess I'm very I'm very bad with uh, like actual like uh, Japanese or like people or I'm very I very I know very few I just know a couple like Miyazaki is one of them uh, I think uh, who was that other one who I was thinking of uh, Mamoru uh, Mamoru Hosoda uh, was one of the animators who worked on the Digimon movie and then later uh, made Summer Wars like his own film. Right. I, I, those are those are two of the ones that I remember the most. Like I I don't know I don't know names like I don't know names in Japan that well. Like in terms of their industry, I know our in, the American industry a lot better. No, oh, fair enough, fair enough. I I was gonna quiz you on, on the animators. If you don't know them, you don't know them. Um, I actually. <laughs> 
I don't. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I can't do. I can't do it, man. I can't do. I can't do the. I can't do the game show on the uh, Japanese uh, animators. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm sorry. Oh I can't. man, that's a that's a whole other thing. Um, I'm at and uh, that would be a that would be a, an animator think tank episode. <laughs> no. Um, and then um, I was looking over also over here. Uh, they actually have an upcoming Ghibli movie this year. Did you guys know that there's a Ghibli movie coming out in December? Apparently, I did. I didn't know actually, that. I heard Earwig that. and the Witch. It looks Earwig and the Witch. Earwig and the yeah. Witch. Earwig huh. and computer the animated. What is the, the the Ducktales theme Compu- song in Kiki? Computer animated. Yeah, computer really? animated film. Uh, pr- yeah. Huh. That's fun. Or that's kind of funny because the uh, that Lupin movie is coming out in Japan pretty soon. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but uh, I'm curious. I don't about know. And then apparently, How Do You Live is another one that's upcoming. They have almost like. I think over 20 easily movies like this. It's so crazy to me how many Ghibli movies they, they've done. And they took a big break. Like the last one they did before these two uh, was in 2014 with Mar- when Marnie was there. So I don't. Yeah, that was that was one of the last ones. Or actually, I think I don't know if they actually took a break there because they may have been working on what Austin. What's that video game that has uh, the uh, the Studio Ghibli uh, artwork? Oh, in it? Like, uh, God, it has a very long Japanese title. Uh, it's one that I just discovered. Like just got it like a week ago or something like that. Yeah, like, I can't think of the name of it. I don't know. They may have been working on that video game. There's at two the of time. them though. There's two of them. Yep. Oh, I thought there was just one. There's two. They there's... may have been working on the video game or that video game that they're in at that time. Like I, you would have to look it up. But, I can't remember the name. But uh, like on that note, since you're talking about like their relatively short list of movies, the director Hayao Miyazaki has gone into retirement. Like. really saying that that he he, like dude he was saying that this was my last movie back on like uh i think it (laughs) i think uh, he said it was my last movie around uh mononoke at some point (laughs) and then he's he keeps coming back with a new one like he went right actually he said he went into retirement before he came up with the idea for spirited away and then he came back and made that like i'm convinced that the guy's gonna like die and then come back and be like Jinx, I'm right. making another movie. Uh, guys, like, nothing's going to make this guy stop making movies. Guys, do you, do you mind if we take a quick five-minute break? So, guys, we're going to take five minutes, and uh, we're going to come back right after right after this. So, uh, enjoy. We'll be back right now for you guys, but we're just taking five minutes, just so you know. So we're back from the break, first break in the anime podcaster's history, and uh, I wanted to know for you guys uh, your favorite movies, uh, standouts that you really, really enjoyed out of all the Ghibli uh, franchise. Uh, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and start us off. Uh, like I, like I said when we were talking about it, uh, how I said Nasca was my favorite Ghibli movie. Um, second one being Kiki's Delivery Service, and third being uh, I can't remember what I said at the time. But with Nasca being my first favorite, I probably wouldn't go as back to it as often as I would say Porco Rosso. So I'm going to say Porco Rosso is the one I'm going to recommend to a lot of people to watch because it's honestly just an all around good time. If you like aerial dogfights, kind of cocky Cena or just kind of funny main character lead, which uh, Porco Rosso himself is, and I love him for it. And an adorable supporting character in Theo. Honestly, I can't really ask for him a lot more than that. Again, not Nasca is probably my favorite one, but it has it. It takes a lot to understand in that world and get into the mythos and everything. 
Barcarosso right. doesn't really require all of that. You just kind of get the idea. It's like a... It's a it's pig a, flying a plane yeah. shooting people down. Yeah, you, yeah, know, I get, you already that's, know what's going go on. That. That's what you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I so was, that, that's the one I'm going to... That's the one that stands out to me roughly the most. Aside from ones that haven't been... That have already been talked to death about, like uh, Kiki's Delivery Service and Spirited Away. Because Spirited yes. Away, brilliant masterpiece. Yeah. For me, it's Ponyo. Ponyo really stands out to me. Like, I just love how cute, (laughs) how gorgeous, how uh, childish, and, like, it's just no, there's not a single bad vibe in that movie. You know what I mean? Even the villain, villain, the guy from the sea, is likable to me because he has, like, a purpose that, like, makes sense. (laughs) You know? There's literally not a bad thing about that movie. Like, not a mean-spirited thing. It's all good-natured. It's just so feel-good. And I watched it when it was raining, and it was, like, just the perfect vibe. And I just... It really clicked with me when I watched it. I love... I I really loved it. I... This... Ponyo, for sure. Ponyo's a really cute one. Yeah. I'm gonna... I'm gonna be an asshole and say, if you've seen Little Mermaid, you've pretty much seen... Oh, no. (laughs) If you've seen seen Finding Nemo, you've seen Ponyo. If you've seen Finding Nemo and... And, uh, and Little Mermaid. And Little Mermaid. Finding, you've seen little, it. finding just, little Mermaid. It's just Little Mermaid. It's finding Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. <laughs> it's, little, it's Little Mermaid when there's six. Yeah, you're That's right. That's what this is. Yeah, it's when there's six, basically. It's when, it's when there's six and more anime. And the fourth grossing. That's it. And the fourth biggest grossing anime film of all times. But that's just a little detail. You know, who cares? You know, <laughs> it's a little detail. Whatever. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess if I had to, yeah. I guess if I had to pin down my personal favorites, I weirdly like personally for me, I would say number three would be uh, uh, my neighbor Totoro. Like one, I've got memories of it. I'm a huge fan of Totoro himself. I've actually got a plush and a tiny little figure that sits on my desk, and Aww. Totoro just sits there. Totoro sits there and watches me while I'm animating. So maybe that's like, why he creeps out Hostile because he sees it every day. I might just put him on top of Austin's cooler, like right next to his like scantily clad. <laughs> yeah, I have the SD figures in my room watching over me. I'm the creep. Yeah, I'm the creepy one who has cute stuff in my room. Apparently, yeah, I'm the normal <laughs> horny ass man. <laughs> And this is not Ponsu cast. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it PG. It's fine. <laughs> We're not getting nearly as explicit as we get on Ponsu cast. <laughs> no, fair enough. All right, cool. Not yet. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no. We'll I guess, uh, but I guess my favorite one, I'm going to have to say uh, probably, probably Nausicaa is my number one and a close second would be Kiki. Really? Yeah, I thought Nausicaa, you were going to say Mononoke. I really love Mononoke, but like as much as I love that, like I have such a, I have such a taste for post-apocalyptic stuff. Like mm. I'm making a cartoon about post-apocalypse stuff like in, in private. Sorry, it's not private anymore. <laughs> but it's uh or like that's my passion project and right. like any movie any movie that like takes place in a post apocalypse and does something different. Like every post apocalypse movie is different somehow. And Mononoke or sorry, god damn it. Mononoke <laughs> Nausicaa. Sorry. Nausicaa is different in the sense that like it's not so much about how crazy and how different that world is it's about how it's very much about nature should be respected and preserved while also saying while also saying there's a way for everyone to coexist on this world and I find that much more refreshing than like say uh, Mad Max is just like 
every, we, we all need water. Let's all band together. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but like, I like, or I like the, uh, I like the message of Nausicaa. I love the designs and it's prop. And honestly, that's just why it's one of my favorites, uh, favorite Ghibli movies. Fair enough. I also wanted to highlight the fact I just came across this. Apparently there's a studio Ghibli fest that happens every year. It's been happening since 2017 and they just rebroadcast, uh, movies. And, uh, in the 29 and 2019, they had, uh, the well, studio Ghibli fest 2019 and they showed, uh, Howl's moving castle, which was the 15th anniversary, 15 year anniversary, uh, Nausicaa's 35 year huh. anniversary and Kiki's deliveries, uh, service 30 year anniversary. That's crazy. 30? 30. Yeah. Kiki's an older one. How old are these movies? From the 80s, 30, apparently. From the 80s and 90s, bro. Jeez. I thought they were like early 2000s. Like, I keep forgetting no. about the, the years that these were made in. Damn. Ponyo was like 2008. For me, knowing so much about these movies, I don't remember their fucking release dates. <laughs> yeah, you know everything behind the scenes except when behind the scenes happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For arguably the most important part, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, okay, so before we wrap things up, uh, let's uh, any any final trivia hot uh, hotshot uh, Kyo uh, or hotshot if you have trivia. Austin too. don't know shit. Oh, I man. like the movies. <laughs> That's it. Trivia. <laughs> I like movies. What about in all seriousness, Kyo? Before we wrap things up, uh, uh, you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I feel like it's past the. I think it's past the point of like doing trivia. I think it's about time we wrapped up. All right, yeah. Perfect. Tell us what's the most recent Studio Ghibli movie. I uh, Marnie. Wind Rises is the earliest one I can think of. Marnie. I asked oh god, that was in twenty fourteen. Shit. <laughs> uh, one point. All right. What's the next question? You. What's the next question? I'm ready. Game show time. <laughs> <laughs> Was my least favorite when was the show t- Ghibli When movie. was the show times for My Neighbor Totoro in 2006? Nine. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Okay, okay. Let's give our let's give our final thoughts here. Um, I really am happy I found this. Uh, I feel like if anime was a pool, I feel like I just got to the deep end here. You know what I'm saying? I got to the good stuff. I got to like the professional level. I got to enjoy the best pieces of anime there are out there uh, by watching these movies. Uh, Studio that Ghibli came out before any of us were born. Basically, <laughs> honestly. Um, but it, no, I can't, I was born the same year as uh, Palm Poco, I think. Was the same year I was born? Oh God! Yeah, ninety-four. Um, and uh, <laughs> but you know, just to say, like, I just feel like these movies are so amazing and so beautiful and so gorgeous, and and they have these amazing themes, these characters, and every film, even though it has very similar themes, is portrayed so differently. So they all can stand apart, and we can talk about them in the same podcast exactly. and feel like we have multiple different conversations throughout the episode which is what I like about this and why I wanted to do a full Ghibli uh, anime uh, podcast episode I just these movies are so worth seeing and I, I'm not done seeing all of them yet uh, like the the way we came about doing this episode I know I should have said this at the beginning is that I started watching anime feature films on Netflix and then I, I found one Ghibli here and another Ghibli there. And I was like, you should, we should do a full episode on these. And I'm really happy we did because we can really see how deep these go and how they are enjoyable. And we barely had any criticisms of them. Like that's the, that's the thing too. Like we're, we're pretty critical. Like if I don't like something, I will not like something. And I will say yeah, it. like the anime Frankenstein movie. Oh, oh man. my God. Episode 87. Check it out. But just to say <laughs> that I remember that one by name just because of how much I hate it. Oh, I just really am happy. I found this corner of uh, the anime 
stone that we are on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just happy this sector yeah. of anime is, like, being explored more and more. And I can't wait to watch more of these films and maybe do, like, full podcasts on some Ghibli movies. Because we're getting... We we're have go- a we're lot. We're definitely going to go over a lot of these at some point. Yes. Like, I feel like I feel like some of these uh, we may have to rewatch before we start a podcast on them like there's a lot there's a lot to unpack with each one of these movies Definitely. i'll probably fill my brain i'll probably fill my brain up with the trivia that i forgot about like, <laughs> each time like when they came out yeah probably <laughs> oh. <Shut> <laughs> that one was good hot i'll give you a point for that one <laughs> shade has been thrown <laughs> i can't see there's too much shade all right <laughs> uh, final thoughts for you guys. Go ahead, uh, Hotshot or Kill, whoever wants to go first. I even after all these years, I still haven't watched all the Ghibli movies, as has been apparent by this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you guys brought up, uh, uh Cat Returns, Cat and, Returns, uh, or Pompoko, or like any anyone from like that. Obviously, I haven't watched them all, but I still do heavily intend to. I do love the Ghibli movies. Um, like I said, Nasca and Pocoroso, Kiki, Spirited Away. I do love what I've seen, minus Totoro and probably a few others. Let me clarify, but, everybody. He means Totoro himself. He likes the movie. Fine. I like the movie fine. Totoro, jump off a Actually, cliff. But have... You watch what you say about my motherfucking Totoro. Quick question. Totoro, jump off a cliff. Cat <laughs> bus. Quick question. For all question. the way. What's creepier? What's act in the be serious what creeps you out more totoro the character or the bugs from nausicaa the army of bugs totoro oh, easy man. you're 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 bothered by the bugs I, I feel like they were they are more bothersome than totoro they were like almost cybernetic no 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 they weren't they were real bugs yeah oh those no okay i don't know what i was thinking yeah no, no still totoro oh <laughs> yeah okay whatever he's freaky to me i don't know why he just is i think it's just like the uh the fact that like his proportions are so that his mouth is bigger. Like I don't care about proportions. To... I'll watch Attack on Titan all day. But I'm talking about the proportion of the mouth because it's big enough to put May in there and she'll never come out. Again, I'll watch Attack on Titan all day. <laughs> but just Totoro himself freaks me the no, fuck out. Hotshot, I'll, I'll watch Attack, Attack on Titan, Titan all day, Totoro except I'll never watch season two, three, or four. Ever, <laughs> but I'll yeah, watch. Yeah, I'll watch season one on repeat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ask Yo, I do that with a lot of shows. Yeah. Austin will play through the game and say that he watched the anime. <laughs> yes, I which will. He basically has. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I I heavily enjoy what I've seen with Ghibli and hearing that they're still going and work and a new Ghibli movie is coming up in the future. I can't wait to see where they go from there. Fair enough. Fair enough. And for yourself, Kyo, I literally love all, all all these movies. Like even even if I have like ones that I would rank lower than each other like there are some that are better than others i mean but ultimately like these are animation masterpieces like if you just like looked at them in terms of like their technology their technology is unbelievably impressive and they look bit some of them look better than uh movies we have today i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah, definitely like and over overall they're very they're uh very uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm looking for uh, aesthetic they're, they're yeah sorry uh no, that's not the word, but uh, they're very, they're very deep. They're not, they're very deep. They're detailed. They're, there's a lot to them, I think is probably the best way I can describe Let it. Let me ask you this quickly before you wrap up. How do you feel about the next movie yeah. coming out being computer animated versus drawn, I guess, more? Like, how do you feel about? It's, a, yeah, 
I'm a little surprised, but uh, Japan is starting to do a lot more 3D animation. Like I, uh, I mean, it's it's against. They tradition. look really good. It's against tradition as far as Ghibli goes, but at the same time, you kind of have to evolve to stay relevant. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, not all Ghibli movies are completely hand drawn. Some of them have computer animation. Yeah. Because uh, Hayao Miyazaki is friends with John Lasseter. John Lasseter is the uh, founder of Pixar, or one of them, and he. Uh, introduced uh, Miyazaki to computer animation and I can't remember which movie it is. oh wait that's right uh Mononoke has some CG in it weirdly huh. enough like that's the most nature driven movie where uh, like I think the uh so like he used uh, CGI for like panning in shots to make the the ground look really uh like organic and still uh like keep its shape and I think he used it on uh I think he used it on like the the corrupted creature that is going through the movie. I think I think that's where it was. But yeah, like I'm not I'm not completely against it. Like I'm open to see more like CGI animated Japanese movies. It's really strange because like that's not something that we usually think of Japan doing. That's more of a that's more of an American trend because like Toy Story and Shrek sort of set that ball rolling and we can't seem to get away from it. And I think it's dying down and I want to see more uh <laughs> we might be switching over so like Japan might start doing CGI almost exclusively, and then we'll switch over to hand-drawn. Well, then, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. But, like, I feel like... <laughs> it, I'm just make, I'm just making a joke. I don't, I really hope it, that, it's, that's It's going to go that goes. way just because 2020 is a horrible year. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one will argue yeah. with you there. But, like, okay, I think that uh, that concludes it uh, for, for me and for everyone. I'll, also, yeah, I, I, I just want to say, guys, um, I don't know how... But we hit 400 likes. <laughs> we hit 400 followers on the page in the middle of the podcast. I'm not making this up. We're at 402. Yeah, we're Wait, at what? 402. We have four, 402 likes on the Facebook page in the middle of recording this podcast. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I how many know. of them are bots? How, how many? <laughs> About 400 of them. I'd how say. many of them are going to ask? <laughs> we have two likes and one of them's me. <laughs> how many of them are going to ask us if we have merch? Uh, 387. If, they buy, if they're all going to buy, I'll say we definitely right, do. Right, right. <laughs> just give us. We'll, the, set, we'll just, set up a shop eventually. I'll get that figured out if we have to. Just give us the money via Bitcoin. And... Ah, <laughs> no, shut up. Music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only him. No one else does no, any work on this ever. Right. Yeah, you don't. You're not gonna get a dollar from from uh, merch. I'm not gonna get a dollar. In general. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's plug away. Let's plug away. So uh, let's start with you, Kyo. Where can people find you? You do all the artwork for the podcast, so please uh, share your craft and your art with everyone. Mm. You guys can find me on Twitter at GoPro Kyo, spelled exactly how it sounds. Um, and, uh, you guys can find my website. My website has all my archived, uh, stuff that I, I've, uh, done over the years. Uh, <clears throat> it has all the stuff I've done over the years and, uh, some of the stuff that I'm putting out nowadays. Um, if you guys want to see some more stuff from me, uh, I have videos on, uh, YouTube. You can find me at GoPro Kyo on YouTube. I'll be probably the first one that shows up. If you see the picture of my face, that's not it. That's my portfolio. Perfect. And for yourself, Hotshot? You guys can find me right here on Giant Music's channel doing the podcast and basically just being a general nuisance. You guys can also find me over on Twitter at Caution Ginger, where I barely post. I'm a ghost stalker. And you guys can find me over on my channel, Hotshot Ginger, where me and Kyo have our own podcast, uh, Ponsu Cast, where we go into the nitty gritty of the dirtier side of anime and the 
kind of fandoms that we can get into over there. It is definitely an R18 plus podcast, so do not bring the little ones. Make sure the room is locked. If you bring your little ones to YouTube, then I'm a little concerned about what you watch on YouTube. Yes, so am I. So please just... Just not Just when you're at work. That's that. all I ask. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm posting this uh, episode next week, like middle of September, uh, to, because this is going to be the only episode this month. That's why it's a longer form episode for you guys. Um, the episode I edited of Podcast, is it going to be out by then? Like, cause I, I edited one. I don't think you posted it yet. Is it going to be out? Like, when's the next one coming out? Oh, we already oh, really? posted it. Yeah, already we posted it. That's weird. Right, YouTube, you're not working. What else is new? Yeah, that's I what else is new. I have yeah, notifications enabled on your channel. I didn't get it. That's really messed up. That, like, hurts my heart. <laughs> Anyways. um, yeah. I mean, I uploaded wow. it, like, a week ago. That hurts, yeah, that hurts me. Seriously, I, I can't believe I didn't, get, I didn't get that. Okay, that's stupid. Well, okay. And for the podcast, you can follow the, the podcast on Facebook.com slash Anime Podcasters. Help us get the 500. Let's get the 500 likes by the end of this year let's do that that'd be amazing that would be like really appreciated and you can also uh rate our podcast give us five star on any podcast uh, platform that you have on ratethispodcast.com slash anime podcasters and if you ever want to leave us a voicemail uh, for us speakpipe.com slash anime podcasters uh for myself you can uh, follow me at giant music everywhere and uh, you can also hire me for freelance audio and music services on giantmusic.com i've recently updated my resume i have uh, a portfolio channel and my youtube channel is youtube.com slash giant music that's gonna be everything so for myself, for GoPro Kill, and for Hotshot, this has been another episode of... You've done that anime one like that before. Like you... Co- anime Podcasters! I- anime Podcasters! Bye, guys. Bye.